Welcome to Awakening the Light Within podcast with me, your host, Dawn M. Rivers. I'm a former school librarian turned full-time entrepreneur and business owner to mindset coach. I'm enjoying sharing stories and resources for you on these episodes to help you find happiness, wholeness, and freedom. Take a listen. (laughs) I'm back for episode two, everybody. This is called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. I'm going to tell you more about that in a second, but I just wanted to say thank you to those who have listened, who have supported. Yo, I didn't even know that you can support me monthly, or maybe I did, but on Anchor, you can support me with a monthly gift. Yes, to help this production, to help support all the things that I'm doing. And as soon as I have 50 followers, I can have ads and those paid ads will help with this production as well. I did drop um, my first ever um, podcast episode on YouTube. I'm learning how to edit that and do that. My assistant is going to help me and that's going to fly. So let me tell you about this story. I have loved Whitney Houston since the mid 80s. She was coming to town, to Cleveland, Ohio, to this place called the Front Row. And the Front Row was this venue, no longer there. It had a circular stage that rotated so there was no bad seat. And she was coming during my birthday month, a.k.a. Dawn Timber. But it wasn't called that back then. My really good friend, her birthday is September 19th, minus the 21st. Her mom's is September 4th, and my mom's is September 27th. We were like, we should take our moms to see Whitney Houston. It was the bomb. It was amazing. I loved her so much that in my junior year, I think, I did like this lip sync contest and I was Whitney Houston. Um, People would say, has anybody ever told you you look like Whitney Houston? And that was like a couple times. When I was in Japan in the early 2000s, people would point and and say, Whitney Houston? (laughs) Another good friend, she and I were at a bar in Manhattan and this guy who was a bartender said, has anybody ever told you you look like Whitney Houston? She cracked up because yes, people have said that. Um, so I loved her. And also the second part of this story, my daughter, Brittany was born in 1990 and I knew I wanted her by the age of two. I was like, I want her to go to this private all girls school here in, in the greater Cleveland area. And I was like dead on, she's going to go there for sure. They were known for their math and science. I knew that was like kind of like a weak spot in my education training. I'm not real good at that. I shouldn't say that. Um, but I needed more and I didn't want her to be deficient in that area. Probably another eight years or so, I was working at a public library and this little um, preteen black girl came and she was doing research on the ecology of Martha's Vineyard. And I was like, okay, well, why are you doing that? That's very random and specific. And she said, my school does this annual trip. And I said, well, what school is that? It was the same school that I knew I wanted Brittany to go to. And I was like, oh, Brittany going to that school. This little black girl's there. She's studying science, actually in science, in nature. Come on. So she did. She went from fifth grade to senior year. It was great. During her sixth grade or seventh grade year, they had this event called the Walk Through Time, American History. And each girl in this grade would represent a person in American history. They had to study them. They had a speech that they had to present. They wore a costume and such. And Brittany was like this little Puritan. And I was like, oh, it's so exciting. Simultaneously, there was this event called VH1's Divas Live in Las Vegas. 
My other good friend since elementary school, she's an advertising ex executive. And at the time she worked for this um, company that was doing like the production. They, they were sponsoring it. And she was like, Dawn, yo, you need to come. I got you. Let's fly you out. Um, got your ticket. You don't have to worry about anything. And I was like, I'm in because it was Whitney Houston, some other people. So Divas Live would have Celine Dion and Patti LaBelle and Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige and Whitney Houston. So I was like, bet. So once I realized that it was the same time as the walk through time, I was like, I, I can't go. Britney's doing this thing. I need to be there for Britney because I wanted to be the mother who their kids knew that if they had a production, if they had a sporting event, if they had a concert or a show, their mom was going to be there. I didn't always get that support when I was growing up. So I called my friend and was like, I can't come. I can't come. And she was like, okay, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I need to be here for Britney. Fast forward another 10 years, February 2012, Whitney Houston dies. And my son, he came downstairs. He was like, Mom, I need to tell you something. Sit down. And I'm like, well, son, what is it? Brenton, what is it? And he was like, Whitney Houston died. And I was like, stop playing around. I was devastated, y'all. I think I cried. He probably held me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what? How? It just rocked my world because prior to that, a few years before, Michael Jackson died. I was like, these people informed my childhood, my uh, my like adolescence, my young adulthood. <sighs> so Brittany came home for, I don't know, spring break or something. And I'm telling her this story about the Divas Live and the walkthrough time and how um, I didn't see Whitney Houston, but I went to her her show to see, you know, like Britney's event. And she was like, what? She was like, the walkthrough time? I don't even remember the walkthrough time. I'd much rather you have told me the story about you going to see Whitney Houston. Pause for dramatic effect here. Boom. I think probably my jaw dropped. My eyes got big like they do when I tell stories. And I was like, I get it. So I'm sweating over this small, insignificant thing. Like her speech was probably two minutes. And we walked past her, went to the next person, walked past, went to the next person, all this kind of stuff for something that I felt like I needed to be there for my daughter, but she doesn't remember. It's not significant. It was a small thing that I spent too much time over. And since I wrote my blog, these are some other things that I realized. One, we have to forgive our parents sometimes for the choices or the lack thereof. I had to repair it myself. So I was swinging from a space that where I felt like I didn't get the support that I needed as a child. So therefore, I'm going to be super mom. I'm going to be there for all the things, for everything that I need to be at, because I don't want my kids to grow up feeling like my mom never came to anything. You know, we have these absolutes of always, never, whatever. My daughter was fine. So I needed to come from a place where I was whole and healed and knowing that she would be supported by the other family members. And I could come back and say this story in 2012, how I saw Whitney Houston. The second thing is your kids need to see you. Other people need to see you and your family, your friends living your life fully because it gives them access. It gives them permission. It gives them even a little bit of jealousy to say, I can do that too. I want to do that too. So when we 
do the best for ourselves, not in a necessarily like selfish way where no one else is served, but in a selfless way that serving ourselves first actually serves other people. So doing some deep grounding work, right? Uh, it's called chakra healing, going down to that root chakra, the Manipura chakra. And no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> going down deep into the Muladhara chakra and taking care of that and healing it, forgiving, reparenting, and loving ourselves enough to say, daughter, son, husband, wife, other, I'm going to go do this for me because it's really for you too. So don't sweat the small stuff. Do some things that are great for you. Thank you for listening to this other story. And if you haven't gone to the show notes already in the other episode, make sure you go look at these because we have two things for you. We have the three transformational changes to find happiness, wholeness, and freedom workbook. And I have a list of books that changed my life. I want you to read these books. When you sign up, you can get these books, this download of all these different books. It links to the Daybreak Amazon store. We're an affiliate. We get a couple of coins for everything that you buy. They are books that I own, that I've read, that I've reread, that I recommend for you and for many other people. So thank you for listening. As always, may you be happy, may you be whole, and may you be free. Ashe. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. To find more information on the resources I shared, head to my show notes. To work with me, go to dawnmrivers.com slash coaching. And as always, may you be happy, may you be whole, may you be free.